Let's get started. I'm Joe. I'm Brian, and we are Where's the Rulebook Podcast. We're going to bring you a weekly board game podcast for your lunch break, daily commute, or any other time of the day. For season two, we are changing the format. Instead of focusing on one game and going over the rules to play it, we will have a theme or specific game. We'll discuss our opinions, any cool features, some rulings, and any other thoughts that may come up. And because of popular demand throughout last season, we're going to start ranking the games that we talk about. But we have created a custom scale. We didn't want to do a 1 to 10 or anything. So we have our highest being leave it on the table to the lowest being a hard pass. But we'll go over all five options uh, every week we talk about them. All right. Welcome back. And uh, today we're going to have another solo game that we're going to talk about. But first, we'll dive into the question from last week. And the question was, what was your favorite class? For me, it was definitely like eighth grade math. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not the class we met. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I like I knew I was gonna say that, but didn't you had no idea and it was just you your look was of such disappointment. I was just like <laughs> come on. <laughs> well with that I'll start. <laughs> well, I've already went, so yeah, I'm mean, technically gone second. Uh Paladin. Easy. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Any fantasy thing, I really like I'm playing Paladin and Dice Throne. Yeah. Ironically. I, I Not like, ironic. It's your favorite class. <laughs> well, I meant ironic to this question in this, in this context. But I like that a Paladin is an all-rounder. Yeah. Um, Like, let's say it's like, wow, I don't play it anymore, but I did. It was. Yeah. Or D&D or any game that has it. I like the ability that I can do damage, take damage, and heal damage. Yep. It's usually the, the go-tos that I can yeah. be okay exactly can be okay even if no one else is by you you can yeah. kind of handle your own you're not a glass cannon or you're not just a tank what's yours i feel like i can guess it but i want to hear it well it's eighth grade math class like oh yeah okay um i feel like it's like a cleric of some sort really yeah it's not what i thought it was you don't think a rogue or... i was i yeah. think because you so, play that and everything the rogues are fun they're fun to play and that's probably my second okay. favorite um I feel like cleric isn't in, they're not that classic isn't really in a bunch like it's in like a healer well yeah but like most of the healers usually so like cleric is like same thing a lot like a paladin but can't do as much damage but has more magic-y and they do some magic damage i guess compared to a paladin usually only heals themselves they don't usually do magic damage a cleric can do magic damage plus healing and do a little bit less damage definitely less taking of damage they're usually not paladins can tank yeah clerics aren't tanking no, and same with rogues they don't really tank either no <laughs> they uh try to get their quick hit hard and run away kind of like uh our friend in that in dice throne yeah. who's playing as the the rogue it's a ninja yeah. but yeah the, the ninja does a lot of damage but then dies in one hit. yeah <laughs> he's Surprisingly, everyone online is like, don't be the ninja in Avengers. And I feel like I'd have to disagree with them. It's been really strong. It's been really strong. He does a lot of damage. In one yeah, he, he's done a lot of damage. He's been able to avoid damage. But if he that's, gets hit. That's the big one. Yeah, that smoke bombs and stuff. He's been getting good rolls with those. But Plus, we give him all the salves. Yeah. Because I can heal anyone. You can generally just heal yourself in that game. And I do every turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't do anything else. But I'm alive. You are alive. <laughs> You're always alive. 
just getting ready for the next one. <laughs> I usually do trickle damage. Yeah. Do a little hit, heal myself, hit. Yeah. A lot of buffs and a lot of moving, buffs. moving those things around, but that's what I like. Yeah. Yeah, I've in WoW I played like tanks in the past. And like they're fun for a little while, but they get kind of boring after a while. Man, I played WoW in so long. <laughs> it's been longer for me, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean I played a lot of WoW when it first came out, but I haven't played it really since. Decade. It's been more than a decade. For you. It's been a long time. Yeah, I would say it's well, let's see. I probably stopped playing WoW. I I probably stopped actively playing WoW in like 2012. Hmm. Is that right? Yeah. I was still playing. Yeah. I played through my times at Best Buy. I stopped in like 2016 or 15. It must have been 15. But you played like a few years ago, like when the, one of the new games came out or something. You played for like a few weeks, I feel like. Yeah. So I, I have a group of friends <laughs> that like, we should play this because it'll be fun. And then, you know, I pay $60 and $15 for a month. And then I play for like three weeks and it's like, do you want to pay again? I'm like, no, I just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> you probably should just not do that 60 in the beginning. And it's just something to hang out with friends for <laughs> a while. People I haven't talked to in a long time. and But none of this has anything to do with today's game. No, there's no classes. Um, there's no healing. There's... there's uh, what would you call the variety? There are different species. Sort of. of but they don't uh, matter. Fauna. They don't matter. They're just different. Because it's not like they have any abilities. But they're different colors. They are different colors. But they're all the exact same size, <laughs> which is kind of dumb. We kind of play in this game as nature? I guess, yeah. I guess we're like Mother Earth. <laughs> I, I guess we are Terra. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, like all there's no story. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's nothing in this game. Um it's yeah, we're playing Bosk by Floodgate Games. Came out what did I say earlier? 2019. 2019. I looked it up right before that's when I already forgot. Uh, 2019 which felt like it was newer than I expected. I thought it was like 2017 or something. Yeah, I would have thought a little bit older than that, but sure enough, 2019. I was saying before this, everything pre-COVID feels like it's been yeah. years. It's that, or it feels like it was. It's been like six months. Like COVID, like almost didn't exist, and then it's like, oh, like last year I did this. And like that was three years ago. Yeah, I know. So it's either like it was yesterday or it was ten years ago. That happened when we were out to eat. I can't remember what you guys said. You did something, and I was like, oh, you just did that like last year. And you're like, that was three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember what it was now, but I do remember you saying that. That's how I feel with COVID. It's like, oh, it was yesterday. It's like, oh, nope. It's been a long time. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know if it's that bad, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> Bosk is an interesting game in the sense that there are four seasons. You play over seasons. Yeah, it's advertises you play four seasons. It's two seasons. <laughs> it really is only two. But I understand the four because of that's what happens throughout the year. It's on theme. Yeah, it's on the theme of being outside. It it's it's I will say it's very unique. But there you play in spring is where you start. Yep. Summer, fall, winter. That's the game. Yeah. And I will say this: every season, very different. Yeah. 
you don't do anything the same in each season, which is really nice. Yeah, it is nice. That's I mean, the scoring is kind of the same. The scoring is different, but really, it's, I mean, it's just scoring. It's just counting up and then looking at the graph to see how many points you get. But Right. But it, yeah, the two different actual playing area seasons are very different. I, I really appreciate the fact that in this game, they could have easily done something similar to like Everdell, where yes, you play over seasons, but it's really the same thing nonstop. And I feel like they could have done the same thing. Yeah. You could have filled the board, wiped it, filled and wiped it. That could have been four seasons. Yep. But I like I really enjoy the fact that they made basically two different games. It kind two, of really is two yeah, different games. Two different games that are played on the same board and both do area control, mm-hmm. but different. <laughs> I know. And not area control that you usually see. No. Because you're not battling. I mean, you are like, I guess, there are points based on what area you have. And there are some times that you go on top of the other player or something. But it's not like a battle or war type of game, which is usually a theme for area control. Which is nice because that gives this theme that I feel like is generally that war themed game a different look. And it allows other people to play it. I'm looking at the categories, and one of them is hand management. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> is the hand your trees and leaves? I, it'd have to be the big leaves. I well, think. these two, I guess. Like I could hold <laughs> these in my hand and then manage them. We've been talking about trees and leaves, but this game is all about nature. The board itself is two-sided. Yep. There's one side that's a smaller board for two-player games, and the other one is a three- and four-player. Which th- three has a white outline. Yeah, you see that. the flip of the board in a lot of games. I like this a lot. I like that the three and four are even different. Because a lot of the times it's like under three, yeah. use this. Above three, use this board, and you just deal with it. That's how uh, um, Small World. Small World, yep does it yeah but this one has i mean it's the same board but yeah there's a white outline for the three-player mode Mm -hmm. and then you just play through that white outline if you're playing four-player and the terrain's the same on both sides yeah just the grid's either bigger or smaller depending on what side you play on they they both have you know everything else is similar it's just colors i mean it has like water and sand and grass and forest area forest but in in red and pink (laughs) which it could be desert I guess it has to be right because it looks like that's a cactus. Yeah, but it's it's just colors, and it only matters for the winter. Winter scoring, yeah. And the whole thing is a checkered board, uh, grid. Grid. Yep. It's a grid board. And yeah, and you're you're playing on the grid. A little bit different than most games when you play on a grid because usually you play in the in the square, square <laughs> and this one you play on the intersection. Yep. Of the square instead of in the square. Well, you do in spring. Yeah. It is really weird. Yeah. It's, I, I didn't think about how it's like really two different games. It really is. It really when you is. break it down, they kind of put them together with the wind mechanic, which we'll talk about. But honestly, yeah, they flow together well. And because of the theme, it makes sense. So as we said, like it's over the seasons in the spring, you are planting trees or the trees are growing, however you want to say it. And then in the summer, you score those, which we'll talk, get into more detail. And then in the fall, the leaves fall. If you're from anywhere that leaves fall, I mean, they don't fall everywhere in the world, but 
you down south in Florida and stuff, you don't quite have the same fall that we do up here, but leaves change colors and then they fall to the ground and oh, yeah. cover everything. <laughs> everything. And then it snows and then they stay there forever because you can't deal with them because they're wet and then snowy. Yeah, but then it just grows over in yeah. life. And so like it makes sense between and then the winter you're scoring that those leaf falling placement. The, the game is up to four players. It's two to four. Yep. And each player has their own unique colors of trees. They're technically different trees. They all have different shapes and everything, too. Oh, yeah, they are. I guess I never really noticed because you only play with one. Yeah. They don't have any... They don't have different abilities. So nope. everyone has eight trees. They're numbered one through four twice. So it doesn't really... It doesn't The color doesn't give you any abilities or power. Just, and they're very distinct from each other. I like that none of them are close except for the red and orange but i wish they were i know they're different shapes i wish they were different sizes yeah but like, I, I think it'd be kind of awkward because then uh, i mean just this does that yeah. i mean in my color like i wish the oh, the one number was maybe smaller I and then the you. four was bigger because it is when they're if you're playing with four people which i've only played a few times with I've four played with four we played with three and yeah. we've played a couple times yeah so like three even with three it gets I mean, eight trees per person. It's not that bad. With two, it's not that bad. With three, it's I think still it's pretty easy to find. But like, if you play with four players, there's a lot of trees out there, and it's hard to remember. The numbers are only on like the top edge. Yeah, and they're also white. Yeah, they, which is not bad, but it even from like, like here, it really doesn't stand out. Yeah, like black would be even worse though. I think. I feel like the top of the tree should be just a number. It'd be really sweet if the tree was like a number at the top. That's why it'd be different heights. That'd be perfect. <laughs> the one is smaller. The four is taller. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. But yeah, it's hard to see your number later in the game because the number doesn't super matter. It matters a lot. Wh not really. It's your points. Sort. It's not your points. It's just how you get points. Fair. <laughs> but like the placing of them and stuff, it's just it's sometimes when you have when it's my eighth tree i know that i'm placing my number three or whatever yeah but it's hard to see all the other numbers yeah because there might be three other people's trees there might be multiple trees of each person so it's hard to like see those and you can't see them from every direction because the number is only on one side so you have to like kind of look around and be weird but if they were different heights you'd be able to see like oh like that's a four that's a three a two and a one but with the trees, you also get uh, a baggie of 36 leaf tokens. Yeah. They're little wooden tokens. You get a squirrel token. And then you get a big cardboard cutout of leaves uh, labeled two through eight. Two through eight. Yep. And a squirrel. As we're rummaging through the pieces. Nice little, uh, what's it called? ASMR. Yeah. That's what, our, that's what the listeners actually want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just uh, 36 leaves and a squirrel playing together in a pile right here. In a plastic bag. Everyone's fantasies. Oh, and you get a like a nice little carrying tray. Yeah, I really like it. It's very simple, but it does its job perfectly. Makes it easy. It actually fit in the box super well because all four colors yep. all fit into the, into the box. And yep. 
in the what, the rule book and the game kind of like close it off. Yeah. The board, I mean. The, the each box and that's the hardest thing with like because these trees are cardboard that you slide together oh yeah luckily you don't have to take them apart all the time because that's when you know they fail over time so you're able to keep them all together and you just put them all back in your box that's and nice. move on which is great other games like the street fighter game which i just played again recently are just like this with all these pieces and i have to take them apart because yeah. i can't fit everything in the box yeah there's some that you just can't. So annoying. Yeah, it is. There's a really nice first player token. It's a hiker. It's a little hiker with some leaves falling. I can't see from here. What, what do you need to see? I was wondering what's on her back. Backpack? Uh, backpack? Just looked weird. Has a looks like a sleeping pad or a sleeping bag on the top. On the top? Yeah. That's her, weird. The weight control is not correct. <laughs> not every, both hikers. Not everyone knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little weird backpack. The straps look terrible for what it is. And uh, there's no waist or chest strap. It's going to be very uncomfortable Ooh. hiking with that bag. And she's also like holding it out from her because like you would do like a school bag. It's like she's just like playing. Be empty. With a sleeping pad on top. <laughs> I didn't see she was smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, very nice player token for first player. It is pretty. It stands out. It's easy to see for everyone. And it's bigger than the trees. It is. Yeah, you are taller than every tree in this park that you're making for some reason. First player is decided randomly, which... That sucks. Just like... It, it could have easily done, like, the last person that went on a hike. Yeah. And there you go. Last person. Perfect. Last person to rake leaves. Like, it could have been so many things. Well, I mean, the whole point is hiking and leaves. So, I mean, like, that makes sense. Yeah. I hate random... It really takes it. It just doesn't seem like it should be so too lazy. hard to think of one. Just so lazy. And I like when they have thought of one, and I like when it like makes sense to the game, but not crazy. Like the leaves one, I can see not working because, again, if you're in the south, you might not rake leaves. Not rake leaves, but yeah. you can hike everywhere. Yeah. I agree. So I wish there was a ruling on that. There's a house rule. Yeah. But then afterwards, after each round, the player just changes to the lowest scoring which i like yeah because there's not there's a lot of reaction in this game yeah you're not really battling each other but you kind of are you're, you know placing your items on the board and if i see that you placed a number four tree on the certain area like i might defensively choose to put my four somewhere and get more points yeah you can have a higher number yep and so there's a lot of defensive slash reaction play so the first player doesn't really give you a benefit it gives you that first pick of what you're gonna do but i think in the fall it's nice to be first or not the fall yeah in the fall sorry when you get to place the wind the leaves and the wind because the wind it's kind of a big deal uh we'll talk about that later and yeah we'll start in spring again this takes over four seasons technically two <laughs> Four seasons that don't really matter. Two of them just score. Yeah. Uh, spring. You only play with the trees. Yep. Uh, the person that last hike goes first. <laughs> <laughs> and you take a tree, take any of them, and you put your tree anywhere within that grid. You cannot go on the borders yep. or the three player, the white lines. Yep. And again, you put it on the across section. Yeah, it has to be an intersection of lines. And that's it. Next person puts their tree, and you just keep going around the circle. Yep. Until all the trees have been placed. Yeah. So eight eight rounds. Yep. It's way faster. 
This game only takes 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, even that. I feel like it's more like 30 is probably. It's about 30. 30 to 35. I, I argue that the, the point calculation is half this game. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I had to come back and be like, I don't remember how to do it because you have to look at this cheat sheet. So yeah, I mean, luckily it's the back page, so you don't have to like flip through anything. But I like how half of it's like these are all your pieces. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need to know that I have trees because it literally is in the box that you handed me. But I like how that's step two. <laughs> so yeah, you place your trees, and like, like I said, the numbers you don't have to place them in order. You have one through four twice. Um, but you are trying to think of where you have played your trees and where your opponents have played theirs because once you've placed all your trees it is now summer that's when the tourists come and they take over your beautiful park and just start destroying everything and hiking through all these trails that you have so all of those grids are technically trails yep it's a very boring trail because you just walk perfectly straight but you in the summer you score how many tree points are on each row and each column yep and so you walk down the column and you count up each person's number and i think it's the person that has the most here you can look at it i, I already forgot i have it in front of me <laughs> the person with the most trees most number trees not the most trees but the most the highest counting of numbers get a certain number of points if you are the only one on that whole row or column you get a bonus point but you get two points if you have scored the most and just yep. ties for second. Ties for second. That's usually it. Yeah, that's only first and second score. Oh, and then there is a scoring sheet somewhere, isn't there? No. What there's am I thinking of? Every other game in the world. For some reason, I thought there was a leaf scoring pad. Oh, there is. Oh, there is. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I swear. Yeah, you take one. one of those leaf tokens. And you put them on and there. And you put them on there. It's good to know. Yeah, totally forgot about that. <laughs> it's right here next to the box. It doesn't flip to 100. It just has two sides of 50, which is weird. It's probably it's how they printed it. Just double-sided, but it doesn't... It's just probably how they printed it. So, yeah, and then as you, you go... Oh, one score, has a cheat sheet. Oh, does it? That's so cool. one has has arrows to help you know how to count from 10 to 11. Oh, that's nice. The other side doesn't have those arrows. Ooh, see, I would have gotten lost. Like, when you just went to here? Like... <laughs> oh, it goes left to right. Yeah interesting eh. so this one snakes and this one is just a typical grid grid which regardless yeah you just move your your leaf token you up. move your leaf during the summer and how many points you get it's very similar and to it's like castles every row and every column yep so it does take a minute to do you don't add them up each row is separate each yes. column separate a tree can hit obviously will hit two but um they don't add yeah and that's summer <laughs> That's summer. It's counting and, and scoring, and you just use the scoring sheet in the back of the rule book, and it tells you for first place, second place. Yep. And then it gives you the bonus points if there's no one in second. By this point, this game has only been about five, ten minutes. I argue the most time takes place in fall. It does. Every season takes longer, As, I feel like. Oh, not winter. Uh, it's a lot of counting, actually. Yeah, I feel like the scoring just... I think the scoring takes longer than, than the game. Than either of the seasons, really. But I think, yeah, placing the tree is the quickest. Oh, yeah. The summer scoring is fine. It's not too long. And then it is fall. This is where the magic happens. So this is when the leaves all start to die and change color. 
and fall. Actually, they don't actually die or change color in this game. They're the same exact color, but you get to place them based on your tree. So whoever is that first player token going into, whoever has the lowest amount of points, they get to place this lovely little wind track, which goes on any of the sides of the board. Yep. And it tells you what direction the wind is going to blow for each number. round. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you're playing eight rounds and just like before you decide what tree you want to go with in this one you do have to choose the first four you have to choose a one two three and four yep in that order and then the second four you can choose in any order you want do whatever so you, you can do two fours in a row if you want you can go back to the same doesn't matter but so everyone chooses the number one valued tree they grab their their leaves which you also choose how many leaves you want to have fall which is so, the reason for the big leaves with the numbers and the, the number one tree doesn't fall less leaves than the number four tree which i guess maybe that's why they're the same size i don't know still it seems like they could be different sizes and you choose yeah like joe said earlier we have two through eight with a big leaf token and that's how many little leaf tokens you to place on the board yep confusing to say out loud going to make sense when you look at the board and see it the first leaf has to go at the base of the tree so it's gonna be two squares you can choose in, in the, the direction it, of the wind yep in the direction of the wind so if the wind's going left to right it has to be on the left no on left the right to side right, be on yeah, the right side of the, the right side of the tree and it has to be one of the two spaces at the base of the tree yeah after that in the in the square not in the square yes this is where you play in the square yeah this is a different area control now we're trying to cover area compared to being on a line and then any leaf that you have after that can be in any of the three squares in the same direction of the wind yep so you're always gonna go in the same direction but you have choice so it can kind of zigzag yeah it can scatter if you again. have leaves left and you can't they, they place, just go back they just storage. go back. If you run into the side of the board or just can't go somewhere for whatever reason, you just are done. You can go on your own leaves if you want. Yep. And you can go on your opponent's leaves. To, to go on top of it, you have to count how many are currently there and throw that many in the garbage and then put your leaf on top. So if there's, yeah. if there's already one there, it's going to cost you two leaves to put yours on top, but you only put one on top. You don't put them both. One goes back to the storage. Yeah, one goes to storage, one goes in. Yep. On, I should say. And it matters because the person on top is the one who controls that yes, space. That's the only person that gets a point. It doesn't matter that there might be three other colors underneath it. Nope. You're the only one that gets that point. And that's it. Last, there's a squirrel. So to go along with what Brian just said about how you can put different color leaves and you have to get rid of one. Let's say that you're playing a four player game and other three players are trying to get this one space. The squirrel is the one all be all. You can play your squirrel. You get one squirrel. Yep. You can put it on any space within three of a tree. In the direction. In same, the direction the of the same wind. pattern of the wind, yep. of the leaves. You have to follow the rule. Yep. But the squirrel can go on any space and that space is yours. Yep. It's only worth one point. But which is the same as any leaf, right? But there's no like bonus or nothing. Yeah, it's worth one, but you cannot be contested. 
Yeah, you even would, if it has three other people's colors and you put yours on top, it's yours. Yeah, you don't even have to have one there. It nope. can you can be the first time you've ever played a leaf or anything there, and it's just a squirrel. You don't discard nothing. Squirrels just, don't ever get moved. Once you play with it, that's one is yours forever. No yep. one else can do it. A squirrel doesn't fight another squirrel. There's like we said earlier, there's no combat, <laughs> and it's nice because you get more points in the winter. Mm -hmm. So if you have the most, you know, you're getting two points in the spring but you're getting five points in the winter for having the most of a certain color yep but if you're the only one on that color you get eight points which is a pretty big difference from two and yeah. <laughs> one and two points <laughs> winter is really where the game takes place or fall and winter yeah because in the all those different regions those different colors those are the the, the the places that you are scoring yeah there's like the eight different and that like the, it's a map it makes sense it has it's a very visual game yeah it's just colors so and that's really hard to explain but that's it the regions you put your leaves on and then end of the game you just count the number of leaves in each region and that's how you score it there's no diagonal or columns it's just the, the places and nothing overlaps they're very very simple to understand they're all within those squares yeah so there's even like two different kind of watercolors oh they're very distinct but they're very different it's easy to tell them apart yeah they, they do a, they do a good job making yeah. everything distinct so to summarize it's cool that the water is playable because a lot of times in games like the water is kind of like the off limits yeah like you can't go in it yeah but you still leaves fall on top of water there's a lot of games that do that but there's no current in any of this water even though it doesn't a, move even yeah. though there's a waterfall <laughs> so yeah uh to recap because we went through quite a bit summer you place your trees nope spring you place your trees <laughs> you can cut that part out and i'm not going to <laughs> In fall, you place your tree. <laughs> no. So in spring, you place your tree. You go around. Everyone places their trees. Eight trees. And then in summer, you score diagonally. By diagonally, I mean... Not diagonally at all. Wow. <laughs> Horizontal and vertically, vertical. I guess. I, I try to say rows and columns. So you count up in summer, the rows and columns. And that's how you get your points. Yep. Then you have fall. This is where the lowest player... With their lowest, the player with the lowest points gets to place the wind on any side of the board. You place it, and then going around in a circle, everyone places their leaves by placing their leaf tile, how many they're going to play, place them on the board. Winter, you count up the leaves in each region. And that's the game. And it really takes about 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a quick game. I would say the wind kind of has the biggest part because you if you're the one that gets to place it you're hopefully placing it for your advantage right so you can look and the wind's gonna blow in every all four directions it's yeah. not like one direction doesn't get wind you're gonna get wind in all four directions you get them twice in each because there's eight rounds and they're in the exact same order one two three four then the wind's the exact same again but you want to make sure you're placing this that hopefully you're not cutting out your trees because yeah. like Remember, you have two is the lowest number leaf that you have, and you only have one of them. So if you have multiple right on the as close to the edge as you can, hopefully the wind's not that one going that way twice because you're going to lose leaves. Right. But maybe your opponent has trees there, and then you can try to make sure they get less leaves. 
I like the balance. Yeah. I like that they balance it out where maybe you just didn't play your trees and someone else had a good strategy and you're like, well, okay, well now you go from like the low point to having a, a slight advantage. And I say slight because yes, they might have a good advantage for like a couple of the trees in the first half, but the, I mean, the wild's any. So it it's definitely strong to place the wind. Yeah. Definitely is strong. It's not going to win. But it's you the not going to win you the game. Don't not get points don't choose to like lose points in the first first scoring yeah just to place the win later like it won't it's not a guarantee it just helps and sometimes you don't really there's no really benefit at all like if everyone's trees are kind of in central spots like you can easily play your leaves and it's not really a big deal but if you can potentially make it so they don't have as many leaves to play that's gonna be better for you the game has a 6.9 score in board game geek which I'm, I'm surprised is low because i feel like this should be a little higher it's a fun game it's not my favorite but i like the theming i like the theme and that's i mean that's why i got it is oh yeah that's <laughs> what we do it's like oh outdoors cool i'm gonna get that um and it's fun i like their area control aspect and how it's so different than all the other area control games that are out there mm-hmm I wish there was more. That's the problem. It really kills it for me how little there is for how much this costs. Yeah, you pay for a lot of pieces. You pay for a lot of cardboard. You have very nice trees and first player tokens like we talked about. Nice like the wooden leaves. tokens yeah. for the leaves. Which can't be cheap. Like that's that's a lot of lot of material. It's a lot of cardboard. And they're not cheap cardboard, they're no, like it's yeah, it's good cardboard. It is fifty bucks MSRP. Yeah. I mean I've seen it on sale. I was looking around. I've seen it on sale for like thirty five to forty five. Yeah. So it's not terrible. Yeah, that mid thirties is gonna Perfect. be a great price for this game. But I I mean this is hard to you bought it at fifty. Probably. But you bought it without even looking at it. You just I mean, I, I probably looked at board game. I'm, I'm sure, sure I looked sure. at board game geek. But I yeah, it was a new store in town that sporting. They were actually not even a store. It was more of like a hangout at the time. Oh yeah, That's um, right. Forgot. And then they started to get into that retail space, and this is one of the first games. Not, they had two or four. I think they had two different games, but they had multiple of them, okay, obviously. Yeah. Um, and they had two at the time. Now they have like a whole little store area that you, they probably have. 30 games there anytime now but then they have hundreds of games that you can just go and hang out yeah. and play similar and, to lantern yeah and so this is one of the ones that they were selling and we were there for something and it looked cool so we got it but it's a fun game it is a fun game i, I wish we don't play it often no i don't play it often i don't it's it's hard to because it maybe it's because it lacks focus so going back to everdell when i made a comparison earlier just because of the seasons i like everdell because i feel like there's a main focus right you're always doing something i praise this for having four different seasons that do different things even when the scoring is considered a season but i think that is just clunky enough to be weird because scoring takes a season we keep saying that because it's it's lazy it's this game is played over two seasons. It really is. They could have just had spring and fall. But then I guess it wouldn't fit there. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea that the summer the hikers are here and in the in the fall that 
they see all the trees yeah but honestly maybe it's because we're in you know uh we're in the northwest i don't look at trees when i'm hiking so much in the summer as i do fall yeah it's I, all green yeah i feel like area like the the leaf would almost I, you should be playing I, but fall this the whole thing should take place in autumn yeah but like you're not planting trees in the fall so how are the leaves getting there we just i mean we can just i don't know i i feel like this could have been cleaner i feel like because of its simplicity could have been fall and, or summer and fall i just feel like i wanted it to be a little bit more it like talks about how you're growing trees in the spring which i mean you kind of are you're placing it on the map 25 years later the trees don't grow in this game like you just placed it there i think it'd be really cool if your first tree you placed like gets bonus points every other round because mm, place first yeah because you place that one first so like still give me the numbers but like the tr the longer the trees are there so every round the tree's worth more because it's growing the last tree i plant in the in the spring is only going to be the number on the tree because it's not going to be around for it to grow so you get less points for the hiker if i planted a seedling right now and a hiker comes in a month they're gonna be like oh cool it's a seedling and they're gonna walk past it and they not care <laughs> but if i planted that seedling a year ago a year ago it'd be a bush it's <laughs> a tree to look at maybe maybe and so like i wish the trees grew somehow i, I wish guess. they got more points that goes back to my statement then when you said the trees don't grow well you just put the trees in autumn places you're just making a hike yeah and then same thing in the in the fall like i like the leaves placed i like that mechanic a lot but why are the leaves on the ground not moving I, what if you what if the leaf had to move one space to the side or something because the wind be, blew i think it'd be better to place the leaves first and then the then the wind comes into place Imagine if the wind went around the board and people got to pick a number and then that like eliminated that number. Yeah. So yes, you're first being like, oh, I want my leaves to go this way and knock yours off. Because that's what happens yeah. in real life. Leaves move. But yeah, same thing. Once they're on the ground, the leaf went, the wind was going left to right the first round. Now that it's going from top to bottom, all those leaves that are there should move down one square or something. Yeah because you take the tree off the board which i don't think we actually said it but once you play the leaves you take the tree off the board you put it back in the little box the tree's gone because it doesn't matter because the tree shedded all of its leaves because apparently that's when the tree disappears and dies not what happens in real life but yeah because you only play on each tree once but like i wish that the leaves blew around on the ground how like the strategy of this game is just a little too simple and like how much more difficult would it be if i had to think there's gonna be seven rounds my trees are growing more points so just because i put a two value tree here it's gonna be worth seven more points later because i decided to play it early and then i place those leaves here and now my leaf is blowing to the left it's not in the same color as i was thinking anymore and so now my area control is moving around the board. It's difficult. I I have nothing wrong with com the complexity. The game doesn't need to be complex. It's just kind of like I said before. I keep saying it's clanky. It's it's or whatever you want to call it. It 
there are, I feel like it could have been better. And we were already spitballing things that I think would have made it better. But who knows? Maybe they did do it. Maybe they play tested it. Or maybe they just wanted to make a quick game. Most of their games from Floodgate we were looking were colors. Yeah, a lot of color themed and set kind of collection type of games. So who knows? End of the day, I, I it's a fun game. It is a fun game. I, I don't have anything negative to say about it other than these are kind of cheap, but they work. Yeah, the box, the boxes, the box of the things fit in. Like I kind of said that earlier too, like before we started recording, I was like, they're just cheap, but they do its job. Yeah, it's. And like you're like, yeah, what do you? You don't want like a whole game tray here because it's gonna be that much more expensive of a game if you start adding. Yeah. Custom trays for everything. The game itself is already up there. I really love the map. I love the, the map. I love the pieces. I colors the design everything's so good the mechanics i think just need adjusting yeah that's one a little bit more of it i don't usually want my games to be more complicated but it's ironic because usually we argue that games are getting too complicated and yeah. they need to be simpler it's funny that we're at a point where like it could have been a little more <laughs> that's one that's one i wish a little bit more on and yeah i was just kind of thinking of those ideas as we were talking about it like i hadn't been much thought about it before but I was thinking earlier, like, trees should be growing. Mm -hmm. So if I place my tree first, it should be worth something more later, not just the value of that tree. And then the wind blowing the leaves around, like, could just be a cool, cool idea. I don't know. It'd be a lot of moving pieces. I guess. Because you'd have to, I mean, eventually you're moving a lot of leaves around. Or like maybe really though are you i mean you're just kind of sliding yeah or get this the whole thing you put the tray you put it down but then there's like a plastic sheet yeah, on the, the top and then the, and you move the plastic so it just moves all or you just leaves. move the board under the either way yeah there's a little like uh, shelf huh? system and you just <laughs> slide the board around now we're just making a new game <laughs> boss two yeah that's really I didn't know Bosque meant a small wooded area. Really? Yeah. I thought it was just a name. <laughs> for I thought game. it was like a park or something. Yeah. It kind of looks like like the natural park like signage. Like it just has that like kind of that shape. It's brown. It's which brown. Is, uh, which is like the expressway symbol for recreational area. Yeah. But yeah, Bosque means a small wooded area. I did not know that. I didn't either. That's a good trivia. Well, Brian, what do you think of this game? I do enjoy this game. I think I had some negative things as I was talking about it. I think it's a fun game. I really like that they took a mechanic that is one of the oldest mechanics when you think about board games, area control, mm -hmm. and did it differently in a, in a way that works really well. They even found two different ways to do it. Yeah. And I think it works well. I, I think the seasons flow well. I think it's kind of like, eh, you don't really have four seasons. You really have two. But I think the seasons flow well. They make total sense to me. I, do, I really like this game. We don't play it a whole lot. No. It's not one that I've ever said, like, I regret getting or anything like that. Like, it's, it's a good game. It just doesn't see the table a whole lot, so... I feel like for me, it, I guess it just kind of is like the in the closet or the basement. Sure. That's where it is now. 
it's it, currently that is where it is i guess that's where all, all my games almost are always in the closet we we hardly have them anywhere else well, I guess I do have basement storage and closet storage. You have two closet storage. No, it's one now. Is it one now? Yeah. Oh. It's all in the guest bedroom. Consolidated. We had another person living in our house with us for a little while. I remember. Oh, who, is that why they were split? Yeah. Oh. Apparently, when someone lives here, they want some closet space for clothes. <laughs> so we took most of the games out of the closet, not all of them. <laughs> At that point, I made a hard. I made decisions of okay, how often am I gonna play this game? And if our, if our, one of my best friends is in her room, and I want to play the game, am I gonna like knock on the door and make her wake up so I can go and get it? So I made hard decisions of being like, okay, I don't need to play you very often. You can stay in this closet because I might not have access. It's like picking a favorite child. <laughs> oh my I would gosh. assume. I don't know if it's that deep. Well, if you have a lot of children. That's true. If you have like, how many we got? Like 80-something children? <laughs> More than that in this case. Sounds like a, a terrible life if I had children for every Next board game. podcast episode. Um, and way cheaper than that many children in real life, too. I don't know, actually. I have I, Bloomhaven and Frosted. Yeah, but they say a child, we were talking to our retirement planner, a child takes about a million dollars from a per, from a person. From like from like birth to, to like eighteen, like that's like Assuming the investment that a parent makes. Not like they, but like if you didn't have a child, like you would be that much closer. I like to retirement. Yeah, I would like a million dollars too. <laughs> I haven't found it yet. I have no kids here, but I haven't found the million dollars either. <laughs> but yeah, I would say this is probably uh, in the closet in the basement for me. How about you? I, I struggle because this game has really good theme. I like the aesthetic. I like the design. I think it's a cool idea. I like I like the fact that you're playing as trees and leaves. It's nice. I like we, we like nature. We hike. We camp a lot. Yeah. So I really enjoy that. And anything that like coincides with something we enjoy always makes it better. But again, I struggle just like you with. It's it's kind of simple. And there's nothing wrong with simple games. I really like simple games when their mechanics are flawless. Yeah. There's just some... I just wish there was more. This is not a game we play every day. We played it a couple... We played it a lot when you got it. And then we haven't played it pretty much since COVID. And I don't really find myself wanting to pull it out and play. Yeah. The problem is, I think that for a newcomer, it's a good area control game. But I might argue there are better ones. Like, I think Small World's way better. I, I would agree that Small World's way better than Bosk. I'm not going to argue As that. As an area control. But like, I feel like the fact that where this one does do well with area control is that it's not combat-themed. That's true. I, I I like that it's kind Cause of... Because there's like, definitely better area control, yeah. but they're going to have combat War theme. War or something. Which is... I mean that's fine if that's the game you're wanting to play. If you're if you're playing with a group that people are not competitive and they just like to relax and have a fun time, this is this is a great game. Great area control game for them. It's it's, it's so nice because you're you're kind of just doing your own thing. You don't interact with anybody except yeah. for the squirrel or putting your leaves on it. Yep. And you interacting in a way that isn't you're not hurt. You kind of are, but you're not like. Yeah. Directly You're taking one leaf from them compared to they mo they at least played two. 
because that's the lowest number of Leafs. It's, but I don't find myself wanting to go out and buy it. You have it, perfect. And that's where I think I'll leave it, where it's let your friend buy it. If someone in your group has it, perfect. Yeah. I, pr- this is the hard part, because if you didn't have it, I probably would have went and bought it. <laughs> if, so if we played this just at Lantern, mm-hmm. and I didn't have it, you would maybe buy it? Yeah. So maybe that's in the same, maybe I'm in the same place as you, I'd leave it in the closet. Yeah, because I'm almost like, I don't know if I would buy this game again. Even though there's nothing wrong with it. I I think there's just enough there that if I wanted to play like with my wife or with some people that don't play board games, this is a nice one. I think there are some other games I'd probably play like Wingspan or or, uh, Cascadia. I I I think it's a nice one to put. I'd rather play Wingspan or Cascadia or karuba would be another yeah. simple and that's like you building a trail it's super easy Suro, another yeah. path game i don't always play any i don't of those. the problem is i don't hate it i'm gonna leave it as let your friend buy it <laughs> i'm gonna leave it as let your friend buy it yeah it's it's not a bad game no not at all i wish there was more that's where it's at a lot of games recently have started you know adding those like advanced game modes yeah. and stuff and maybe this Heard is, it. yeah so like maybe this is one that like could really work with that there's like, no expansions is there no. i don't even imagine what no there's not okay yeah this is a one and done yeah there's nothing nothing left out for it at this point i mean at 2019 when it came out like we said i don't think they're coming out with anything new for also, this the game. weight is two which i think is much higher than it should be <laughs> i feel like the scoring might be confusing kind of but not, it's not confusing. You just have to, like, look at the sheet. Yeah, I, I think that's where, like, when you have to use a sheet or a rule book Every to do it. time. Yeah, like, you're not going to, you're going to have to look at it. And it's not hard. Like it's, Oh, it's not. It's just, I don't remember. Each row is two points, and third, second place gets one point. If you buy yourself, you get three points. Like, it makes sense, but you know, you're not going to remember it unless you play it every day. And I don't think you play it every day. 13 plus, I also think you probably could. Oh, you go younger go younger than this i don't think it takes much to comprehend this one i'd go as young as eight maybe even seven this is this is an easy game I yeah play as long as they're problems. not going to eat the leaves exactly. and choke on them i think you probably could play this one because a lot of the games that we that we say like oh you probably go younger like there's a whole like comprehending like the full sentences on yeah the cards and stuff that you have to kind of think about Kids are smart. Like here to slay. Like you can go younger to here to slay, but like a lot of those challenge cards, like even as dude, I remember when I played Magic, like there was child, like children there. Oh yeah, some kids are smart. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember playing all those games and like there was a game. Was it? I think it was MLB Showdown. It's a card game. <laughs> I did uh, not know this. This card game is great. It's actually <laughs> not even that great, but um, you it was only out for three or four years. Oh, it was like a two, really good game. 2004 ish <laughs> is when it came out. Um, and you, it was a card game, and you had you had to make a baseball lineup, and you had first base, second base, all those sure. different positions that people play sports in. <laughs> okay. And you had your full lineup. It didn't matter what they, like, they could be on any, they were professional people. Like, they were real people, like Mark McGuire and all these people back from, you know, early 2000s. 
and I don't even remember what you had to like there was some sort of value on them that you had to like make your team from I don't remember what how that concept worked and then you had a hand of like misplay cards and cards that helped you cards that hurt your opponents and the fun factory back in the day mm-hmm. the only gaming store that we had back then yeah, up here ago, yeah it was a long time ago um we started playing that me and a few friends there's probably like six of us that played it played it all the time we loved it and i didn't even like baseball like i don't know why we started playing it we were huge into like basketball cards at the time and this like game came out a few of us played magic but like not all of us started playing this game we quickly realized we were making up all of our own rules we convinced dave who used to own the fun factory to like host this tournament for this MLB showdown. Oh my gosh. Random people showed up, not just six of us from like hours away, like came and played in this tournament. Destroy you? <laughs> well, they're like, that's not how you play this. That's not how you do this. That's not how the rule is. And you're like, oh. We're all like, uh, what? <laughs> like we had no, we just like made up our own game all right, based well. on the game roughly. <laughs> well. I don't know why, like, we were like a bunch of us playing magic and stuff so like we understood games but for whatever reason we just assumed we knew how to play it because it was like baseball and it was not anywhere close to right so you guys weren't but there are some smart kids out there <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even a kid i was graduating high school <laughs> the game came out in 2004 <laughs> i don't have a comment <laughs> i needed a podcast that would tell me the oh, rules of a game. Explain how to, man. If only there was a podcast out there that would help explain. <laughs> and two out. of my friends still play the game. Really? The exact same cards because they don't have new cards. Okay, it's discontinued. Yeah, no one has them. And they still hang out and they still play their game, the, the game and stuff. I don't have any of my cards anymore. That blows my mind. Yeah, like just it was right before we went on vacation recently. My buddy, we dropped off my dog with with sure. them and. He wasn't there, and I'm like, "Oh, where, where's, where's John, who's the one that does our theme music?" And his wife was like, "Oh, he's, he's with so and so. They're, they're playing MLB Showdown." And I'm like, "I forgot that he was still playing that. Like, that's amazing." And then I found like you can get, it's all on like eBay and stuff, sure, but you yeah. can get like all the booster packs and stuff, and that's crazy. Nothing to do with Bosk, but if only there was a podcast. If only called "Where's the Rule Book?" Where is it? Oh, it's right here. From 2004 of people who didn't know how to play a game <laughs> telling other people how to play a game. I don't think podcasts were even a thing. I don't think so. In 2004. Like YouTube was hardly a thing. No, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube wasn't a Oh, YouTube was a thing in 2004. Yeah, hardly a thing. It was It was there. It just was really. Yeah. You had to have an actual school email address to get Facebook. Yeah. It was called thefacebook.com. Oof, that was a long time ago. The Facebook.com does MySpace was still big. Oh yeah, MySpace was huge. Wow, we're old. Okay. Yeah, we are old. <laughs> Have you seen the memes of like kids these days being like, I wish I could show like my top friends on Facebook and or on Instagram and have a theme song playing when you visit my page and you're like that was MySpace. <laughs> that was the thing. That was what Tom did. <laughs> my best friend Tom. Yeah, did. everyone's friend. <laughs> Never met him, but I think that's hilarious. Yeah, he was everyone's friend. He was everyone's friend. It's really funny. But that's—I mean—that's all I got. Yeah. You can find our page on Instagram at instagram.com/slash/where is the rulebook. 
or email us at whereistherulebook at gmail.com. And don't forget to like or subscribe on however you're listening to us today. Give us any sort of ranking, any words in there help us. So we've had other games with similar themed seasons and stuff, so it's hard to think of a question for this week. But I think uh, my question will be favorite hiking trail. It's going to be a hard one. Or tell us what you had for lunch or dinner. I don't care. Joe doesn't care. We're going to look at them. We're going to laugh. But if you put something in there, it helps us in the ranking so other people find us. Uh, And like I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, this episode and all of season two will be sponsored by Lantern Games, a local game store in Traverse City, Michigan. They do have an amazing website. They do ship uh, for lantern.games is their website, which is super cool. It's not a .com. I think it's really cool. It's a .games. Also from their website or if you go into the store, if you use the discount code RULEBOOK, you will receive 10% off, and that includes online purchases or, like I said, in-store purchases. So you can check out their website. You can uh, get a game sent to you or some magic cards or whatever else you might be looking for, and you get to save 10% by using the discount code RULEBOOK. Uh, But I think all these games that we've talked about, all the games that we're going to talk about are owned by either Joe or myself or, in many cases, both of us. Uh, So they're not sponsored game reviews or anything. And last but not least, huge shout out to John Ransom for making our theme song. And if you liked our theme song as much as we both do, check out Jack Pine uh, for more music where John is slapping bass for them. Um, And check out their newest album, Embers, on Spotify streaming today. Thanks for playing.